0: Boys and girls, children of all ages. Nah, I ain't even gonna do y'all like that, man. But shout out That's to the hilarious. Road Dog Jesse James. <laughs> That's my dude, man. Shout out to the Road Dog Jesse James, man. New Age Laws. if y'all follow wrestling back in the 90s. But you already know what it is. This is a basketball podcast starring your boys, the Triangle Offense. And you know who I am. It is your boy, Young Frost, aka or Frost Domus. And you already know I can't do it the show without my crew. You know who they be. What's good, Josh? Your
1: boy, Knucklehead Smith. I'm chilling in this mug. Like, just
0: chilling out. Cold chilling, top billing. I can dig it.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I advise everybody out there to Google Knucklehead Smith and have a laugh because I, I died laughing when I looked
0: up that shit. That's too funny. Definitely had to check that out for sure. Definitely to check that out. Shout out to our super producer, Young Q, taking care of the logistics and the ones and the twos and the threes if they exist. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. But now let's y'all, we got a crazy episode up here today, man. A lot of uh, last minute stuff, man. And a shout out to our research team, consisting of your boys, you know, me, you know, my co-host and the super producer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mainly, mainly you yeah i ain't want to my own damn horn you know too highly but hey. boy, hey I, I was distracted at work trying to keep up with this shit today buddy <laughs> but um we yeah man hey but we the hardest that's the reason why we the hardest working podcast out there y'all so let's get it let's get it man but first things first man we got to talk about some stuff that is um pretty obvious and a hot subject we're gonna start with team usa basketball right now man and um I think it's no secret at this point. Uh, this is clearly not the dream team nor the redeem team. Um, <laughs> I guess we uh, have to dream if they are going to be able to redeem some of these blemishes that they've uh, suffered so far. So, damn. Um, I it, I mean, it, I mean, bro, like, and I think I hate to say this about Team USA right now. Like, just historically, we've been spoiled. At least since you and I been watching basketball going back as far as international goes back to when the dream team dominated, you know what I'm saying? We've been spoiled with like dominant teams. Yeah. And, you know, in the U S just kind of going in and sending in, you know, the best talent that we got, even some guys that, you know, weren't necessarily U S born, but decided to play for, you know, the team like late, like, you know, Pat Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon, you know, and a few other guys, but like, damn bro, like <laughs> this year, whew, like, COVID has put Team USA in a very tough position, my guy. And um, I think it's showing right now at the gate, man, with the exhibition losses. And obviously you got the group play loss they recently suffered against France. Um, but came back strong with a big blowout win against Iran, which ain't nothing to really beat your chest on. But um, I don't know, man. USA basketball is in a, in a good flux right now, man. What's your thoughts so far on their struggles and how the rosters assembled? I know it's got some of your favorite peoples on that, that roster.
1: Facts man. I I'm still not panicking, but mm-hmm. I'm like also like I told you in the pre-warm up show. Mm-hmm. Um I'm ignorant to the world landscape of basketball talent, bro, mm-hmm. because I just can't see how <laughs> like it's going <laughs> like this. You informed me of the rumors of them being upset with the Spurs offense or whatever. That sounds like some cry baby shit to me. Man, my, who, like, I've never heard of an NBA team like having problems or issues with the coaching and the coaching style. Like, this is mm-hmm. new, that's some new, shit
0: yeah, no doubt, bro. I mean, I, and I'm kind of irritated because I'm like, bro, like, they I don't think they would have shown this kind of disrespect to Coach K, you know what I'm saying, yeah, when he was there. Because obviously, man, you know, these guys worship Coach K, man, and the staff that he had out there. It's like this dude is viewed as like a basketball guy in the sense of. You can't question this man's like decision making. I mean, he's clearly got the resume to prove it. And in my opinion, I hold pop in that same regard too. I mean, granted, he's had his moments where, you know, but that's pro basketball. It's different when you're dealing with college students versus, you know, pro athletes. Um mm-hmm. But I don't know, bro. It's it's something I'm about like you, bro. It's kind of like crybaby syndrome. I'm thinking like, hey, look, I understand y'all haven't had a lot of time, obviously due to COVID, to go through the camps, practice, you know, come up with your schemes and get to know each other like that but at the same damn time bro like this is olympic basketball even all those loaded teams in the past you I mean think about it not all those like come on you got guys like we'll just go back to the team that had lebron kobe mellow d wade um chris paul and those other cats like those guys can't play their same exact game bro some they're going to have to adjust yeah. and take on different roles you know what i'm saying and um, I don't see that happening with this U.S. squad, bro. You got a bunch of ISO scores, bro. That know how to get to the rock. That really don't like. I mean, they can distribute if if needed, but it's like I don't see that effort. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's facts. And then too, man, they they gotta adopt uh, um everybody eats mentality, bro. Cause exactly. Again, like you throwing out old school teams, man. KG. Mm-hmm. AI events, all them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember what they did exactly. I feel like they won gold. Oh, they Maybe, definitely
0: won the 2000, they definitely won gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, sure. bro,
1: we got all the classic, classic basketball, bro. Like, man, put on man. a show, one, and then two, you're representing your country. Mm-hmm. And, and come on, bro. Like, what are
0: you doing? Basically, man, you represent. Let them your country. Know. Yeah.
1: You gotta let them know, like the teams before you. Mm-hmm.
0: No doubt, man, and I think I think it's I think as I look at this roster, man, there's several things that i have noticed. I mean, obviously, we knew size is going to be an issue out the gate, just because of a how the game is changing the league. There's not as many traditional bigs, you know, like how it used to be in the old days, where you know you could send a Dwight Howard or. a Tyson Chandler out there to make sure that hey he ain't ain't nothing going down around the bucket if I'm on the yeah. floor. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a, we don't have at least at least this year we didn't send no bigs like that. I don't know whose bright ass idea it was to send Kevin Love's checked out self out there. I'm like, bro, come on, man. Didn't he <laughs> uh give up his spot on the team? Basically, in which and I and I commend him for doing so because he he knew damn well he shouldn't have been there. You know, I think it was an opportunity for him to kind of showcase that he still has it, but I'm like, bro, don't even nah this it, it's not worth it in this particular case, my guy. Like yeah. nah, bro. Just get, get healthy, man. Make sure you write and focus on your career. Cause obviously, I mean, there's a lot of talks about him getting traded and moved whenever somebody's willing to take on that contract. Um but yeah Kevin Loves out. They replaced him with uh and Bradley Bill obviously bailed out due to COVID. Um but they replaced him with Keldon Johnson from the Spurs and other forward, which just didn't make sense. I'm like, bro, you already got enough of them wingmen. Why the hell do you need another wing forward? And then I, people sleep on the JaVale McGee edition, but at the same time, JaVale's a solid center, but he's also a guy that can't give you heavy minutes either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Due to the asthma issue. So it's like we got problems in the front court, and I'll take it to the grave. This team does not have a natural point guard. And no disrespect to Dame. Damian Lillard, loving, Dame's a beast, Dame Dollars, that dude. But let's be honest, bro, Dame, Dame's an ISO scorer, bro. That's really his strength. <laughs>
1: that And at the same mm-hmm. time, he has the mentality of, I don't have to adapt mm-hmm. to anything because, like I was just saying, if he had mm-hmm. the everybody eats and I don't got to be the ISO scorer that puts mm-hmm. it all on my shoulders, Paul's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He could definitely fall into that role of distributing, but
0: for sure, just do
1: so I don't think he wants to make that decision.
0: I think that's it too, bro. And um, I mean, it's gonna be on a guy like him being the one of the el- you know elder statesmen on the team and being the one of the captains and one of the leaders. It's gonna be on him to potentially step up and make that sacrifice and be like, "Look, man, I'm here to facilitate and move the rock." You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are probably gonna say I'm hating, man. But you already know who I'm looking at. You know, as far as from the players' perspective, who's got to be the leader, man, and. It's making me question, like, man, is he really there for the right reasons? I'm looking at Kevin Durant, bro. You're the only guy on the team that's got international experience, man. Like, what's going on? <laughs> what's up? You know, like, do these guys respect you? Are you trying to be the leader? Like, what's what's going on with him mentally, as far as this is concerned? Man, who knows,
1: bro? And if he had any part in that, up in this secret rumored uprising mm-hmm. against Popovich. Yeah. That's kind of trash, bro. Because like mm-hmm. you said, he's from the old school game. Like you was on them teams and that I'm sure that wasn't a thing. Nah, it wasn't a thing then bro you know actually <laughs> my bad if they didn't um call, like come together as a team and address their issues first. How you just gonna put the blame on the coach? hmm
0: and, I mean, for me, with the way that they're playing and the way, like, they're struggling, it, it's it's almost like giving legs to that rumor. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost mm-hmm. like breathing life into it. Like, there's probably some some substantial fire behind it, man, because why else would that just randomly leak out? You know what I'm saying? Then, like I said, never happened on Coach K's watch, and it didn't even happen back then. You know, obviously, social media wasn't what it was back in the day with the 2004 bronze team, but even still, you wasn't hearing that kind of mess. And it was even amidst that team struggling. So it's like, something's got to give, bro.
1: The last thing I want to add is, man, Mm -hmm. is it a case of the NBA changing to a shoot, a thousand three style and the world of basketball still playing for real? Like really, you know what I mean? And now it could be a situation to where we can adapt back to what actual basketball
0: was. All I'm going to say is, bro, the guy that holds the ring now, the king of the hill, Giannis tacumpo I mean, granted, dynamic athlete, but he's clearly not a shooter. He's an old-school slasher, finisher around the rim. You know, like, I guess if you could put, I don't know, KG and Sean Kemp and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like some, some ridiculously gifted, like, you know, ball handler together, bro. There, there's Giannis tacumpo you know what I'm saying, like, and he was still... He's doing stuff that we didn't even see out of those guys, like, but bro, he's not, he's a guy that gets to the bucket, draws contact, draws fouls, plays physical, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he won a ring recently. It's like, are, like you said, are we getting too cool with shooting a bunch of jump shots and taking ridiculously hard jumpers or driving to the bucket and expecting to get every foul called, even if somebody sneezes on you, or have we gone too soft because these foreign teams still have guys that are traditional. France, Rudy Gobert. You know, if, if Giannis is playing for Greece, you got you still got him playing for Greece. Can't shoot but can finish around the bucket. And don't you get, get every
1: sh- call in the world if the
0: wind blows. <laughs> hey, well, James Harden used to get that too. You know, oh, <laughs> Let the league in free throws don't get me started. <laughs>
1: Some of them was legit free throws because he was faking them niggas out. Giannis just be like, I'm getting to the rim today, and they just <laughs> st- all
0: about Devo. Come on, man, don't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Nah, he, he definitely got it. I will say, especially in that last game, boy, got. An abnormal amount of uh, fouls foul this <laughs> his favorite. But hey.
1: three games, nigga. Uh,
0: crazy. He's missing free throws, bro. Ball don't lie, is what she Wallace once said. Ball don't lie.
1: That's true, too. <laughs> yeah. but them refs damn near taught that nigga how to shoot free throws all
0: them attempts. Just something like something <laughs> had to get him, bro. Like, it was basically target practice at that point for him to catch the glow in the last game. That Oh, so I don't know. But um but nonetheless man um last piece on USA we're gonna shift gears. Um I just think man they're gonna have to find a way very soon because they got one game left against the Czech Republic this weekend and then after that it's single elimination time, bro. One one slip up and it's you going fishing. <laughs> so man,
1: hopefully they can get their head right by then, pause mm-hmm. and um like the team will be fully assembled by then, right? Like, everybody from the finals.
0: Yeah, I mean, everybody's there down. But even still, you factor in, like, them cats came off of a – they hopped off a plane and hopped into that damn, you know, game against France, like, damn near immediately. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even have a chance, like, to get a warm-up then. That's for real. So, it's like, you know, but, I mean, you got you got Drew Holiday down. You got Dev Booker there. You got Chris Middleton, man. Who um, knows, man? Might be on Drew to be the. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty hard. It's pretty tough when uh, Draymond Green and Drew Holiday might be at best, like, natural distributors. <laughs> on your team, That's crazy, <laughs> ain't that crazy, bro? But <laughs> they shout out to Draymond Green, man, getting his recruit on allegedly. <laughs> there's, there's rumors about him trying to get uh Bradley Bill out the Golden State before um you know COVID struck, and I think even as of today, he's officially on the record for saying he wants to stay in Washington. So, but before That's we before we get into that particular subject, um. Obviously, man, tonight, NBA draft, man, and, um, again, hardest-working podcast out here, y'all. We are recording and doing this while the draft is going right now as we speak, man. I'm sitting here, got this ball going silent as we're doing this joker right now, man. But, um, obviously, we, we, we'd we probably be here for two damn hours, like, chopping up about all these cats and get drafted. But um, we're going to focus in on the impact players, man, top five picks. Um and Kind of get just like a brief cap, you know, of like where they landed at and how they're going to be able to impact the team. And obviously, all eyes are on the number one pick, Kate Cunningham out of Oklahoma State. Um, hybrid point guard, big six, eight frame, bro. Going pause, going to uh, the Detroit Pistons. While it's good news for the Pistons, I think it might be bad news for Brother Cunningham, like, Jeez. <laughs> like. He's a consistent number one pick. What hell of a talent! But bro, can he save the Titanic? <laughs> can he raise the Titanic from the from the from the depths of the Atlantic Ocean?
1: That's why I always hate this type of situation.
0: <laughs> no
1: doubt. Because just because the Pistons got blessed enough to win the lottery and get the Mm -hmm. first pick, Mm -hmm. they get the best player out of the draft, the Mm -hmm. projected best player. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he gets shitted on by going to the projected worst team in the league (laughs) and also having all these fucking expectations placed Mm -hmm. on his shoulder from the gate,
0: like bro mm-hmm. big facts and and here's the funny part about this whole situation bro because there was rumors that they were actually trying to trade out of this pick because, so it's like it's making me think like are y'all trying to like get a guy that i mean he's, he's he looks like the most like polished product out of this bunch I me mean, you can say the same thing about you know Jalen suggs or Jalen green or even evan mobley but um yeah. at the same time it's like bro like are y'all trying to Blow this, bro. Pause. Like, what's, why are you even thinking about it? You will never get another. Like, the it's so fucking hard to get a number one pick, bro. Like, there's so yeah. many teams that have worse records recently that did not get the pick. Just ask the fucking New York Knicks how many times they've lost recently on the lottery race. So oh, it's like like, like, like come on, bro. Like, what are y'all fooling around about, bro? Like, make the pick and get the right guy and start building around him, man. It just made no damn sense that they were even thinking about trading out of this picking, and not taking this dude. That makes me also
1: think that they have no clue what they're trying to do with the future, bro. Like, they're just day-to-day, day like,
0: oh, I got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's do this.
1: Like, nigga, bro, I got to get the right people in there with a right mentality and a game uh-huh. plan for how to rebuild the Pistons. Like, come on, bro.
0: This is also the same team that let a diamond in the rough and Christian Wood slip away to... Houston, <laughs> so I, I don't know, man. It's hopefully, hopefully this figure it out, man, but we going to switch gears, man. Number two pick, Jalen Green, beast guard, going to the Houston Rockets, and um, as much as, obviously, the Rockets needed to get somebody to get the best impact player, which I think they got that in Green, now you got a point guard issue here because you still got John Wall on the books. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you turn the keys over to the young buck right now, or – is Wall still part of the plans? Like Steven Silas has got you know a, an immediate issue to address right there off the off the rip. For real.
1: Man, who knows, bro? But at the same time, mm-hmm. um, John Wall's been in a lot of trade rumors.
0: No doubt. No and kind
1: of the same thing applies here, man. The Rockets are clearly in limbo. <sighs>
0: And the Rockets are in hell. <laughs> like, there's no there's no doubt about this. The Rockets are in fucking hell right now, man. Um, for real. Yeah, I mean, I think in their situation, you get like just be especially with how bad, like, their talent level regressed over the course of last season, man. And shout out to Steve Vasilas for even keeping these dudes motivated in the midst of the in between the injuries, the the personnel issues, you don't know seeing the quality of talent just dwindling. I mean, how the hell you go from Having James Harden and Russell Westbrook down to you got Victor Oladipo. He ain't happy to after all that. You only got Avery Bradley and and freaking Kelly Olinick to show for it, bro. Like, damn, like, ugh, it's crazy yeah. as hell, man. For a first year head coach, bro, that's gotta be fucking tough to deal with, man.
1: Serious, like, all those guys' jobs in the front office have to be super tough. But, mm-hmm. um, one other thing I want to point out, man. I, I salute Jalen Green for going a um, roundabout way to the league. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Some Not everybody want to do the same shit just because y'all make it a rule that don't make no sense. Like...
0: No doubt. No doubt, man. I mean, I agree. I mean, you know, the G League lead opportunity, you mean you got that with some of these cats in this draft. You got cats like LaMelo Ball last year. You don't go on the international route. You know, you know that goes all the way back to when Brandon Jennings did it all the way back in the day. So, you know, it's like, man, shout out to these guys for finding the right way. You know what I'm saying? That you don't have to go to school. You can do things your way. Go get money. Go get paid. Go get your stock up. You know, come do your thing, man. But um, it's going to be interesting to see what Jalen Green, man, if he can have a, Solid impact 40. Um, 40. Uh, Rockets Lord knows they need it, so yes, sir. So, yeah, man, it's just, um, we'll see what happens. Man, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see what that situation pans out. Number three pick, Evan Mobley, going to the Cleveland Cavs. And while I like Evan Mobley, I'm really don't know how this made sense, man. I know the Cavs. Wanted this guy, man. But I'm like, now you got two legit seven-footers and a very crowded farm court. Like, like, <laughs> like, it's been harder, though, trying to find a deal for Kevin Love than that contract. But now it's like, you have no choice but to find a way to unload this guy to, in order to get, you know, Mobley the minutes that he's going to command at this point.
1: That's facts. And I I feel like this pretty much solidifies that um they're going to try to figure out what to do with Kevin Love, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been terrible with him as a calf, even when he contributed. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> man. The- he's
0: he's definitely had <laughs> a rough way to go there, bro. I mean, I mean, he went from stat stuffer extraordinaire pause to you know basically looking like a shell of himself in Cleveland. In many moments, yeah, you know, yeah. he had a couple of moments where he looked like his own self, bro. But like for the most part, he's looked like a far cry from what he how he looked in Minnesota, bro. Like definitely, especially since
1: LeBron left. Like, it's, it's ugly as hell up there. And and it's it's a contract that they don't need. Because, one, he's not really uh, bringing back the returns on the investment, bro. You getting paid all that, and then you're injured all the damn time. Even when you play, all you're not really... You know what I mean? You're not mm-hmm. really even providing the type of game that... You know what I mean? That that cost would... Ask for it, bro. I don't know, man. Get him out of there.
0: <laughs> for sure. Get him out, man. You got to make way for the young young buck, man, young dude. Have him come in there. And like I said, I hope they can find a way to make it work, man, because he's definitely a talented dude, man. He's a prototypical big that you like to like to see, man. Lean, seven-footer, you know, can do a lot of different things, can shoot the rock, you know, hybrid, super athletic. But you got to have the minutes for him, man. You're not going to. You can't pay a guy hundred plus million to Kevin Love, you know. While drafting a dude like that to come take his spot, you know what I'm saying? Facts. So rounding it out, and this was a very surprising pick right here, man. Scotty Barnes, man, was um pretty much um pegged to go to Orlando or lower, um as he had kind of shot up the draft boards late about uh, a Florida State, but shockingly, the Raptors picked him up at number four. And, again, same situation. You get get that hybrid-like combo forward that is like a modern-day big man. But, um, excuse me, correct me if I'm wrong. You still got Pascal Siakam on the books up there. And it's like uh, they are basically the same kind of position. I'm not going to say they're the same kind of player, but they're the same position pretty damn much. Yeah. Like, what what does this mean for Siakam? Is Siakam on the move now or
1: what's good? He might not be on the move, but they putting him on the clock. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For That's sure. what that tells him. Like, yeah, bro, you got to figure it out. We had mad faith in you. Mm-hmm. Man, we got lucky in 2019. I don't think they'll say lucky, but we were discussing that off of the injuries and all that shit. But um, yeah, bro, mm-hmm. Siakam hasn't been the same since that finals, bro. And he hasn't showed the same promise. I was never on the bandwagon of uh, Siakam when it came to that shit. I, I seen flashes, and that was good, but I never saw him being like a world-renowned t- talent. So this is just putting him on the clock, bro, letting him know, like... Hang on. You went with the
0: Spicy P uh, hype train. I don't know. You usually, you usually be rolling with the hype trains, bro, the hype beast. Nah, man. When it's <laughs> certain players, man, like...
1: Come on, bro. The last... The last thing... I can't remember a hype train before the Nets. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that one made sense if everything mm-hmm. worked out and the injuries worked out. Like,
0: they was going all the way, Pause. No doubt. And with um squad is his captain. The Nets have slowly put themselves back in position in this draft to replenish their uh, depth. They're sitting on quite a few draft picks that haven't came off the board just yet. Again, we're still recording our show live while the draft is going. Um, but why well, keep a close eye on some of these late round and early second rounders that they got their hands on in this draft. It's going to be pretty interesting to see what they do with those. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. And we're going to round it out, man. Um, and which <laughs> to both the Raptors blessing us in this case, man, my boys, the Orlando Magic. landy Jalen Suggs sucks at five, and you couldn't have paid me to believe coming into tonight that that was going to be possible, boy. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah, man, but uh, kind of like some of these other situations, we went from being needy for guards, and now now we, now we got a log jam at point guard, low key, man. So we got we got some decisions to make. But Jalen Suggs is probably one of the more like notarized um prospects in this draft, obviously due to the performance in the tournament and hitting one of the biggest shots in recent memory. From, you know what really? I'm saying? Like that, I still remember that damn shot for, for in that Gonzaga game, the Final Four. I was like, how sway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how the hell did he hit that? But man, I'm just I'm I'm happy. I mean, I'm I'm happy with that. Just being an Orlando fan, I mean, we did we were desperate to try to go get one of the guards, man. But for him to fall of us is five, uh, good situation. But what does that say for Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, and RJ Hampton? Like somebody's gonna have to either A get moved or B get ready to play off the ball.
1: Facts. Only mm-hmm. thing it says is that your favorite college team sent got got their best player drafted to your favorite NBA team. That's all it says. But um <laughs> it's like no, I'm joking. I was going to say you know same thing. got jagged, but I'm <laughs> not I'm joking. It it's the good. same
0: uh mm-hmm.
1: it's the same situation mm-hmm. as all the other situations, bro. They're not yeah. really showing faith in the guards they have, and they're like yeah we gotta strike while the iron's hot man we got this fifth pick he's one of the best players on the board regardless of what we need we're gonna take him man and it's unfortunate but that's the league you gotta perform bro all the time I don't you gotta, doubt about it. yeah injuries and all
0: yeah which for me it kind of relieves me because I'm not gonna lie to you bro outside of Scotty Barnes like if Barnes would have went higher like I was I would have been okay with him but even still I'm like bro we already got a bunch of guys up front and and wings and power forwards and we're not I wings but we got already got like a bunch of like hybrid power forwards and centers like we don't need another guy that can play in the front court we need a we need shooting like a crackhead needs a hit like that's really the biggest challenge like I ain't going I ain't going cat bro we need we need shooting so I mean I'm happy to see Sucks come in um I could see Cole Anthony possibly making the adjustment coming off the rock and playing off the ball. I know RJ Hampton did it for them. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. But um, I'm happy that he fell to number five to us, because that gives me a little bit more hope in the direction that the team is going in as far as pieces we're bringing in, especially with the new regime coming in. So, Facts. Yes, sir. But like I said, y'all, we would be here the whole damn night if we uh, talked about the whole Draft so far man a lot of cats you know get moved around but we got more pressing and uh hot topics to discuss and i'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, get right into one obviously uh, there's been a lot of speculation surrounding ben simmons and his trade and value and um as of today the sixers basically said they were looking for a james harden-esque offer uh which obviously means they're looking for a star plus some uh plus some significant draft compensation but um I think with what they offered the Warriors was a a slap in the face and a pure insult. Um, look, I get it. Ben Simmons is a uh, he's an all star caliber player. I get it. He's a defensive monster. I get it. He's a, he can handle the rock. He can do a lot of things. But after this postseason performance, how in God's name can you ask for four first rounders? Andrew Wiggins and James Wiseman from the Warriors, bro. That right there just really rubbed me the wrong way. Pause. And I, I'm kind of offended that the Sixers are hunting for that kind of a damn, I uh, kind of a uh, haulback for Simmons.
1: Man, one of your favorite words. They trying to fleece them boys, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that shit is insane. As a <sighs> matter of fact, I really didn't even hear the uh, four first rounders. That's insane. And then James Wiseman, bro. There's no way you getting James Wiseman. Uh-huh. What are you fucking talking about? Uh-huh. This isn't two years ago when the Ben Simmons hype, hype train was going on. Uh-huh. We all got eyes, bro. We
0: saw this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely saw the disappearing act. That's for Thaygo, sure. And uh-huh. just, it's like, come on, man. Like He's a depressed asset at this point. And, and quite Ooh. frankly, and, and I know that the Warriors or the Kings are trying to like pounce on like, you know, situations where it's like there's like a little bit of, you know, like wiggle room or a chance that we could take care, take advantage of like somebody being disgruntled. But this wasn't the situation for them to like, you know what I'm saying, like mortgage the house to get a hold of a kid for. Like, is yeah, you get back Simmons, but bro, you give up literally all your future, your immediate future picks, basically. Um, and Wiseman. Wiseman, I think, could be a very good piece for them in the near future if he could stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not going to write this kid off right now because he got hurt in the middle of a compressed COVID season. You know what I'm saying? Like, Let's see what happens when he has a training camp. He gets a chance to make sure his body's right. He knows his teammates and the team's fully assembled. Let's see what happens. You don't want to get that. But I just think that the Sixers are drunk if they're looking for those kind of offers for Ben Simmons right now. It's insane. <laughs> the type of offers they should be taking
1: are the same with markel folks like they mm-hmm. weren't trying to get the whole world for him because the <laughs> same thing <laughs> the same thing bro
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean i, I wouldn't say they that stupid as well because Fultz Folks was a depressed asset and i'll be the first one to tell you in retrospect we fleeced the hell out of the out of the sixers with that damn trade because <laughs> The fact Jonathan Simmons, in my opinion, I don't even think he's in the league anymore. And a second rounder for Markel Fultz was a beautiful deal for us. But you also have the fact, remember, we're gambling on the kid that was practically rolled off at that point yeah. in time. Like, everybody was like, man, now nah, this dude's a bust. You know, he's got the arm issue, blah, blah, you know, shoulder issue and all that. I'm like, yeah, but even still, what if he gets healthy? Let's see what happens.
1: Bro. You know? It's the same thing, bro. It's like they yeah. were... Speculating is more mental than anything with mm-hmm. folks. Yeah. It's the same shit with Simmons now. Yeah. Like you can't try to act like this niggas lived up to the hype and get that trade value. Like, come on, bro. Now it doesn't have to be as crazy as that. <laughs> Even though right. I, I was a fan of Jonathan Simmons when he uh was on the Spurs a few years ago. Oh, for ago. sure. He was a beast then for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, bro. They cannot try to fucking act like we didn't see
0: what we saw. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to say he was who we thought he was about Ben Simmons and shit, but uh, <laughs> and that trade, in my opinion, was a fucking insult. Like, Philly Philly needs to reassess whether they're serious about trading this dude or, you know, or not. Because if you're asking for that kind of a haul, you ain't going to get nobody to bite on that, buddy, including the Warriors. Like, the Warriors, for I me. Mean, they they're the kings of like getting deals done, but not not that kind of. Deal. I mean, they're not gonna mortgage the farm for a depressed asset. That's just bad business. That's <laughs> insane. That's <laughs> just fucking crazy. But anywho, but I tell you what, the deal wasn't insane. They got done today, and boy, did this come out of nowhere. So obviously, all eyes uh, have been on the Lake Show. Lake Show kind of stole the stole the thunder from everybody today because a lot of the teams was. There's a lot of smoke today. There's a lot of rumors getting said. You know, New York's moving around and trying to find a deal. The Pelicans are making some little small deals here and there, you know. But out the fucking blue, the Lakers had everybody, like, on a roller coaster ride here today with their trade shenanigans. <laughs> um, obviously, everybody and their mom know uh, how the day started. About, you know, late afternoon, we got the Buddy Hill trade. That was, uh, sound like it was a done deal. You know, you had... Uh, Hill going to the Lake Show for Montrezl Harrell after he opted, which it was kind of uh, obvious when Montrez opted it back into his contract with no trades being done yet. You're like, okay, we're clearly about to see a signing trade situation, or else he wouldn't opt it into that damn contract. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So he opted into his contract. That's like the first move to kind of had everybody's like antennas up, like uh-huh. they like like you're trying to let him go. Why is he opting in this contract? It's crazy. And then, then you, then the Hill trade comes out. You know, you got Kuzma and Harrell and a draft pick going to Sacramento for Buddy Hill, and I'm like, okay, that's a solid pickup. You know, young you clock the front court, you get a bona fide sniper in Buddy Hill. Facts. You know, an immediate upgrade as far as like for the Lakers really need the most help at, which is four spacing and shooting. So I'm like, okay, mission accomplished. They probably got a couple more deals to get done. But well, boy, we're, boy we, we, we we just get started with the drama, ladies and gentlemen, because within about 15 to 20 minutes of that, there's rumors that the Lakers and the Wizards are in heavy trade talks. So I'm thinking like, okay, they're about to have, you know, Russell Westbrook and, you know, Buddy Hill and LeBron. Uh-uh, nah, because now all of a sudden Kyle Kuzma and Montrezl Harrell are included in the rumors for Russell. So I'm like, hey, well, I man, I'll just... They just got traded for Buddy Hill. Like, what, what the hell's going on here? So come to find out, now all of a sudden, you know, the Wizards basically just came in and, and basically pulled a flint on the Kings and stole their damn deal right off underneath them. Like, up. oh, it's fucked up. But hey, that, it's business at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, anytime, they got a better player at they the got, end of the day. They did get a better player because uh, as of now, Russell Westbrook is heading back home. And I ain't talking about OKC. He's heading back to his home home in Los Angeles, West Coast, where he's from. And um, damn, bro, the championship landscape just changed significantly, man. I mean, the Wizards obviously get back a good haul of young players. You got KCP, uh, Kools, Harrell, and um, a couple of draft picks coming your way. But that's all irrelevant, in the, you know, because the, the Wizards are still a ways away from being a contender. But damn, bro, yeah. now you got on with the Lakers, you got Russ. A, LeBron, a healthy Lebron James, cutting hopefully in healthy Anthony Davis. What are your thoughts on the new big three in LA, bro?
1: Man, that's a problem, a super problem. <laughs> they have been rumoring that uh, Russ was going to Lakers for a while, and mm-hmm. I was talking with my homies like, bro, if that goes down, I feel like Lebron can settle Russ down, bro. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know where how Russ plays, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's to the losing in like. Mm-hmm. He don't give a fuck, he's gonna go down with the Titanic type shit. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, he it takes away a lot of shit like that, like the late game decision makings, all that type of stuff, and then you just got a dude that has fire, like you know what I mean, when he plays added it to mm-hmm. a
0: championship team already, bro. Yeah, man. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I think this just uh low-key extended LeBron James's career in general, because <laughs> uh bro. 'Cause now you don't have to demand this man has to be on the ball twenty four seven. You got a guy that's more than capable of handling, you know, the low, but he works just as hard on the court. Only knock on Russ, obviously, you and I have discussed this plenty of times on previous shows, is his inefficiency. But I think that's a product of the A, the teams that he's been on, and B just having that pressure to ha thinking that he has to do too much. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Now it's like, hey, bro, relax. You ain't gotta go. I mean, you can go hard, but you ain't got. You don't have to go hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got. You got two other guys that could help carry that offense. And can't just imagine, bro. Like you, you, <laughs> you're down by 15 to the Lakers. LeBron and AD goes to the bench, but you still gotta deal with Russell Westbrook. Like, Facts. Like shit. <laughs> it's insane. It's and fucking crazy. insane, bro. Like he can play his game now. But albeit in a more efficient fashion and um I it, it's scary, bro. Like I think I think if there was a big three that could be assembled to possibly compete against the Nets big three, I think this is it, just from the simple fact of explosiveness alone. Facts.
1: And then too, what uh what happens with Drummond?
0: Uh Drummond could possibly I mean, with this deal going down, Drummond could possibly be brought back, you know, if he's willing to take a um That's you know fucking crazy. He he could take he could take a one year deal or something like that and come back if he wants to be a That's part of a winning situation. You still got Marcus Saul. <laughs> you still got Taylor Horton Tucker under contract, who's a beast. Bro. You know what I mean? Um, this opens the door for them to possibly get Alex, get Alex Caruso back on a contract, and now you just need a couple of shooters. But there's also rumors not finalized yet. This is still floating out there. DeMar DeRozan is strongly considering signing a uh, mid-level exception to join the Lakers as well, too. That's insane. That's almost too much. True. I mean, hey, I know we was talking about the Nets at the deadline uh, back in the spring when they, when they freaking brought in. Now, Not only did they already have Harden, KD, and Kyrie, and, you know, their pieces, but damn, bro, you bring in Blake Marcus. on a – and then you bring in Aldridge before he retired. Yeah. Like, damn. Like,
1: you, like, come on. It's man. definitely the exact same. And then, two, I know mm-hmm. DeMarcus, uh, oh, damn. DeRozan ain't mm-hmm. really DeRozan. on that. DeMar, my bad. I'm tripping. DeMar mm-hmm. DeRozan ain't really on that level. But there's something kind of trash about getting killed out of the Eastern Conference, <laughs> like, a million times and then joining that team.
0: Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? If you can't beat him. Join him.
1: Oh, now it's that what happened with that with KD? I know, bro. I know. Objectively I know, I know. I worse know. to me. I just like,
0: I, I I mean in his in the Rosen's case, absolutely subjectively worse. I mean, um, but at the same time, I mean, Russ is a, well, I mean, I don't know, man. Like it, it's definitely it's definitely on the same level as far as like team assembly-wise. Like it's definitely on the same level of you know, how the Nets basically constructed their contender, you know what I mean, like on short notice like that. But, you know, it's like, hey, you have to fight fire with fire. And I'm not saying, like, it's a good thing, but at the same time, it's like, do you take your chances going against the Nets with that roster or do you find a way to get better? That's facts. The
1: last thing I'll say about this rest trade, though, is while I said – um, He has to adapt and fall in line with the Lakers. LeBron mm-hmm. has to tweak a little thing about his game, too, and that's For yelling sure. at his teammates, trying to stage him up on national TV. Russ will not be with that shit at all. And we could see something ugly <laughs> if that happens, bro.
0: Yeah, but unlike some of LeBron's teammates in the past, there's all, in my opinion at least, there's all, uh, you know, even with Kyrie, bro, there's just been you know, like engagement or mental focus, like challenges with some of his teammates in the past. Like, you know me, obviously not to knock Kevin Love for the mental health struggles that he was, you know, vocal about, but there's just been, you know, like Jr., you know, Shump, um, Trisha Thompson. Some of these cats, man, just really got like levels of, you know, they got challenges as far as like staying locked in and game-wise, you know what I'm saying? So it's like LeBron did that, but I don't see him having to do that as far as Russ goes. That that's just my take. I think yeah, I'm not saying that mm-hmm. when it comes
1: to coaching them up. I th- I'm saying like let Russ make the wrong mistake. Yeah. LeBron's sm- like spazzing like he does. Mm-hmm. Russ ain't gonna be with this. Oh for
0: sure, he definitely ain't gonna go for it, man. But um call me crazy, bro. I just I just think that these are two guys that you know Russ. I mean, when you think about it, it's like a miniature version of LeBron as far as like being able to stuff the stat sheet and. That's you know what I'm saying? Do a lot of different things for your team. Maybe not as good of a shooter, but you know, if anything, he's like that. He's like that dynamo, like compact version of him, bro. If he was more efficient, he probably would be on that level, level of LeBron James. But, yeah. um, but yeah, man. I mean, I like it. It's got a lot of potential. And one thing I'm going to say, bro, it's going to be it's going to be uh, entertaining to watch the Lakers next season, bro.
1: That's facts. Anybody that disputes that is a crazy
0: person. No doubt, man. I mean, I'm I'm excited, and uh, I'm going to call it right now, man. If everybody stays healthy, Lakers, Nets, NBA Finals next year, nobody else matters. Sorry, Giannis. I'm saying sorry to Giannis. I'm, I'm sorry to anybody else that makes any power moves, bro. It is going to be pretty damn tough to beat either one of those damn teams. In either so, conference, bro. And that's
1: the that's the fucking finals the fans
0: deserve it is the finals that the fans deserve <laughs> so but nonetheless y'all we gonna get ready to call it a wrap on that note man um, ah, I'm so low-key depressed bro you know, obviously we had some fireworks today we were kind of we it was looking like it was about to be a quick dry episode prior, to, prior to all this, these late developments you know what I'm saying with the But the Warriors declined in the trade, which I found to be very comical, but, you know, funny at the same time. And um, obviously the rush trade just kind of caught us off guard. Like, damn, that just totally changed, you know, the landscape of like next year at the moment. So real shit. So, but nonetheless, y'all, man, we're going to call it a wrap on that note, man. Be uh, sure y'all make sure y'all come check us out next week, man. We're going to have more. Uh, content, live content, if it's available, but be definitely, man. We got some, we got some interesting throwback Thursdays coming up in the near future. So y'all make sure y'all tune in and uh, tune in, you know, tune in, check us out, and we're gonna holler at y'all on the next episode, man. But y'all be safe out there. Go Team USA, and we're gonna holler at y'all later. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. Uh-huh. Who didn't? It's
1: me. I just wanna lie.